Oh, here we go. Pajama Pants Live. We are Jamie-less this week, everybody. Sorry to say. Hate to be the one to bring you that terrible news. Uh, ja- where's Jamie? Jamie Lee is in New York. New York. Getting uh, treatments. She's, uh, you know. Yeah. She's she's the greatest. She just can't be here this week. And and, and we don't need her. <laughs> right? I don't know. I feel like I do a little bit. Yeah. But Me too. Yeah, I know. I could feel it. She brings an energy to this pod that's unmatched, irreplaceable. It's like a saint, you know? It's like a, a saint. is two guys who like are at, could do something bad at any second. Yeah. And we're like two kids who can run that into traffic at any moment, and she, she has us on a leash most of the time. Yeah, and she's like a saint where it's like, oh, you. it's not like she has to stop us from doing bad stuff, but because mm. she's around, we don't want to do it as much. Yeah. We want... That's want, an effect to somebody who's a good force in your life. That's what they do. Keep right. you from doing the, the wrong things. But also because she's a saint, we think maybe she has the ability to talk to God and get us in, into heaven. That as well. Yeah. Do you think, you're, you think you'll get in there <laughs> based on the things that you've done? Have you spent enough time in your life doing the right thing? Wow, we're, that's where we're starting. This that's is a pretty good one, right? Damn, bro. Cast some Sharpie questions. <laughs> Jesus. Huh? I don't know. I just know. It's harder to breathe right now than it was when we started the pot. Is that Am the I weight of all, all the sins that are that are you're filled with? We're also thinking about hell, you know? And Let's assume hot. there's a heaven. Let's assume there's a hell. Okay. Which one are you headed to right now at this point in your life if you were to pass away today? Hey, God forbid. I, to be honest, I don't feel like I deserve to go to either. You you would go to purgatory. Yeah, how's that for an answer? How's that for a sharpie answer? It's a it's a cop out. Well, it's the truth. I, I do don't think feel you would just like, float in the middle. Uh, no, I I probably get like bumped down to hell just because hmm. you know. But hmm. I I I don't think or I don't I don't know how loose they are up there. You know, like would yeah. they be like, ah, eh, we just you know he never did anything that bad. How much time on this earth? living would you need to to go up see i don't know like you're on a good path right now you're doing the right thing yeah yeah. you're looking out you're making the right decisions how many more years of that to offset the amount of debauchery that you've did you've done as a well i just a lot of the stuff that i think about like when i'd go to hell was a lot of stuff that like i did to myself and like horrible Hmm. shit but also just like um what my instinct is, you know, like my, my instinct is always like, fuck that. Like, fuck this person. Fuck that. Where like, I have to work to be like, no, no, no. Like, well, let's, let's hear everyone's uh, side of the, whatever. Like, like, let's, let's try and be softer and let's this, but like, but you're working that way as you get older, you're going every day, (laughs) every day I try, but my Nate, like, like, uh, that would be like self nurture, but I feel like nature has me just being like, fuck that, fuck that. Like it's so, sure. and that's so easy. I was thinking the other day, like, even though like now I'm so much healthier, how much easier life was, uh, before I was sober just because well, you didn't have to think about anyone else except yourself and that, but more to me, more so than that is you don't have to feel anything. Mm. Yeah. You never have to feel. All you got to do is just worry about getting high, getting drunk. Yeah. It's where like, to score. I was, you know what I mean? Like now sometimes, like something I say to somebody, like the way I handle something, like five days later, I'll be like, mm, man, like, yeah, I need to like make that right or like whatever. Or like, I think I went my whole first like 25 years on earth. Sure. Never thinking more than like 24 hours later about something. Yeah. I think that, you know, I, I went through a very similar period and and it's way later in life than you would ever want it to be but there's a i think i remember a a very specific moment right when i got sober when i was like i have done i've spent almost my entire life just thinking about me and have never really taken any sort of responsibility for anything i've done and i've done a lot of not great things and that when you think about that and then all of a sudden that hits you it's like oh shit like Am am I gonna go to hell? How well, how can I how can I get on the path here? And it takes a you know takes work every day to not think about yourself. My innate thing is to think about myself at all times. How to make myself feel good. Rarely is my thoughts and things on someone else. And when they are on other people, I generally feel good. 
if I'm helping someone <laughs> right. or I'm doing something nice and I'm outside of like thinking about myself in that moment or after that moment passes, I go, oh, wow, that was a, that was a nice thing. Not having to think about putting myself first for like five minutes. I might be the next level narcissist to you because I feel like oh, it, was just, sure. it was just the, <laughs> the way that I was growing up. Like, of course, I thought about myself a lot more than I thought about other people, whatever. But I did think about other people, and all the times I had to do things for other people, I had to, it was it always felt like a, like a burden because it wasn't something that I was like, hey, can I help you with it? Or do you want... It was like, hey, you need to do this. Right. And then it was like, ugh. But like, I but also... But you did those things. Did those Even things, if but, it was, you were resenting it in the moment, I think that's important because a lot of people... That's how you get to the point where you're like, I should do that nice thing for someone is it starts with like, oh, I have to do that nice thing. See, now I feel like when I do nice things for people, it's because I really want to. And like, I care about their feelings and this where like when I was younger and I did nice things, it was because it was like, oh, fine. Like, I'll go do this. Where now, like, I'm even at the point where like, if it was that much of a burden to me to do something nice to somebody, it's like, well, maybe I could figure out like something else that like, why, why does this feel so bad? It doesn't feel bad now. It feels like I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I'm okay with doing things for other, other when people. I, well, yeah. To that point, when I was young, anytime I did something nice for someone else, it was because I was going to get something out of it. Or it was like, so I could, so I could end up getting something. So I could be like, hey, I did that thing for you. Now you do this thing for me. It was, it was, even though I was doing a, a nice thing, it was ultimately self-satisfying because, but now it's crazy every once, and I'm not saying I go out and I do this every day, but like I'll do things that are just the right thing to do, even though I don't benefit from them directly. There's an uh, extrinsic reward that you'll get, which is, I don't know if it's just karma or whatever it is, but just the the feeling of knowing that you did the right thing, which I didn't give a shit about as a kid. Yeah. I, you know what I did today? I asked my cleaning lady if she wanted something to drink. And you think you're going to purgatory? You're going yeah, straight to true. the top, my man. This is a good day to ask me. I'm going to heaven. You're going straight to the top. And no, yeah. what did she say? And what'd you get her? I can't say what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the truth is, I actually today, I hired uh, a cleaning person for the first time ever to come to my apartment and clean. Even from, I, I moved out before the day I even turned 18. Like I was, I think mm-hmm. it was like the day before or whatever, but I moved out before I turned 18 and I never once had a cleaning lady. That's crazy. Not one day I ever had, which I think is, but also it's like, it's probably crazy, but it's also probably pretty normal. Like I think most, most I think people, I. I should, you know, two things I should do more of is I should hire a cleaning person to do the things that you don't need to do. Like I have the 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 range hood above my uh, oven, you know, that gets filled oh, with grease. Get her up there. That's what you get. Get in her there up on for. the roof. You had him do your blinds. I, so no, I didn't have him do. I, uh, the only yeah. thing I said to her that I wanted her to do that I didn't want to do, and this is the same. I agree. The same reason to get the cleaning lady, like. They came into my place and were like, you don't even need a fucking cleaning lady. Like, my place is... What a you've compliment. Be, you've been to my place. And, th- and th- these are people who know what clean is. Yeah. Yeah. You've been to my place. You see, you walk in. It's like, there's this desolate. You wouldn't think anyone lives there. <laughs> yeah, right. You think you're on a tour for uh, an apartment that they're trying to rent. You think people do surgeries in there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the... um. But what I did say to her was, I said, listen, do me a favor. What I really want you to clean, I opened the the, the refrigerator door mm-hmm. and I pointed it in She there. saw 72 chicken breasts. Yeah. I said, can you please clean in here? That's what I need you to do because of those chicken breasts. Sometimes the juices. This is a this is a, something I didn't think we were going to talk about today. These chicken breasts, they're vacuum sealed. Somehow the juice comes out. Because when they're frozen, they cut the bags. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, the, the, they, they're frozen, and they get hard, yeah. so that when like the bag rolls up against it, it cuts it. Wow. I had no idea. This whole time, I thought it was some sort of osmosis. The chicken deuce is, is just seeping out the plastic. No, I, I do. I put tinfoil underneath them, and I put them on that, but still sometimes. So you're saying when they just freeze- to wait, Just to clear up for everyone out there, uh, I, when COVID started, and like you couldn't fucking- go out and get food in LA. I started ordering from this farm and for Casim's birthday, I ordered him the same chicken from this farm, which I still have. Great chicken breasts. 
the best. Really next level. High I'll, quality. I'll get the name for Gabby and put it up on here. It's something farm. Farm to coop or something. But yeah. But yeah, that's that's what happens. Say it again. So they put the chicken in the bags, seal them up. Vacuum they, sealed. And then they freeze them. Yes. And when they're frozen, yes. there's little like corners of the chicken or whatever that the bag rubs on. And then that creates little holes in the bag. And that's where when you defrost it, the liquid comes out. When did you figure this out? How long did Pretty it take? Quick. Did you, <laughs> the first time you were like, what the fuck is going on? You looked into it, you figured it out? Yeah, because it was like devastating the first time to me. Because what happened was I put the chicken there to defrost. And when I came back the next day, not only did it, all the chicken juices like get everywhere, but they seeped down into the drawers. Where the vegetables the are. Vegetables. And you got to throw them all out. Ruined. And now I'm turned in, I turned into like a private investor. I'm like, what? I'm on the case. Same thing happened to me. I yeah. had to throw out everything that was in that vegetable drawer, uh, which was I'm sorry, babe. It was a quite a bit, quite a bit of lettuces. W- was it maybe? Was it maybe a little over overdue time to clean that stuff out, or was it all new? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think maybe this was just a maybe. I did you a favor. You absolutely did, and I had no <laughs> i I had no idea where it was coming from. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever imagine that it's the chicken cutting through the plastic because it's frozen but it only happens after it's been defrosted because then yes. the the liquid becomes the frozen it's normally frozen then it becomes defrosted and then it starts seeping out in the freezer you're fine fine 100 percent. even when it when it arrives the package there's no juices it's all good everything every good. day i learn something from you wow. i become smarter i become a better person maybe i am going to heaven you're going there, dude. You know, if I think you'll get in when you get up there. Oh no, we're we're going to different heavens, right? Because you're like, uh, yeah, I go to I go to the one, uh, the brown one, where the Allah is. Yeah. Damn. Well, if I don't get into the white one, can you like nominate me to get in the no, brown? No, 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 right? no. You've had too much pork. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. You've had alcohol. Yeah, they can't have that in Islam. Mm-mm. How are you getting in there? I got. I know a guy. Wow. Yeah. And th- that guy can't do anything. I'm for literally me. grandfathered in. That guy, that guy can't do anything for me. No, 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 no. I know you're dressed up as a brown, brown guy right now. Oh yeah. Not, they'll see right through it. They'll see that pink little face of yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not tricking anybody. No, no one's ever. No. People have thought I was a lot of things in my life. Never. No one ever thought I was brown. Never. No. Oh boy, you know what I need? What do you need, babe? I, I got to go to the doctor. Oh, well, we've got something for you. I've got to get my tea checked. Uh, again? Well. This tea's really acting up. I've been sleeping a lot. I'm so tired. Yeah, but you wake up so early, you're a hardworking man. Thank you. Yeah, your if girlfriend I... should understand that. <laughs> my girlfriend? Instead of giving you shit about not being able to get hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, well, you guys know ZocDoc? <laughs> if, I, uh, if I did need to go... Uh, <laughs> To an erectile dysfunction doctor, I'd use ZocDoc. <laughs> no one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you, and no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working, and said, Enough! And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain free. You like that, Reed? Man, you are. I mean, if anybody's questioning your tea now. Finding and booking a doctor who's right for you doesn't need to be a terrible experience. Will they take your insurance, understand your needs, or be available when you can see them? With ZocDoc, the answer can be a refreshingly pain-free yes. There are some amazing doctors out there, but really the ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. And with ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in-network, putting you on the path to see the doctors who are right for you. No more wasting time hunting down Aunt Shirley's cash-only chiropractor or the dentist your coworker recommended who's out of your network. So uh, go to ZocDoc. Go download the app. It's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed. They take your insurance and are available when you need them. You can read up on local doctors, get patient-verified reviews to see what other real human beings had to say about their visit. So when you walk into a doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Find the doctor that's right for you. Book an appointment that works for your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com slash pajama and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash pajama. 
zocdoc.com slash pajama. Get healthy. That's, That's in the, in the bank. bank. Guys, let me tell you something. Are you listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking, ah, ah, the, the sun's in my eyes. Oh. Well, have we got the guys for you guys. The sunglasses at Shady Rays are for you. Sunglass season is here and there is no better option than our friends at Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair you've worn. Durable frames, extremely clear polarized lens for mm. outdoor living and beyond. Here's what the craziest thing about That's these, not all. That's not all. Here's the craziest thing about these Let's guys. Let's hear it. They, every pair is backed by lost and broken replacement. If you lose or break your sunglasses, even on the first day, they'll send you a new pair. That's how are these guys going to stay? I, I, I love them. It's as, not my problem to figure out how I they love them as business. a sponsor, but how could they stay a sponsor for? Let's just hope that they send us the check. We keep promoting this incredible brand and people keep breaking their glasses, break it, lose them. Doesn't matter, <laughs> man. <sighs> You know how many people lose sunglasses every week on the river that's near your house? Whoa. Imagine you had shady rays. You wouldn't have to worry about it. They just send you a new one. Bing, bang, boom. Whoa. That's right. You go tubing with the boys, and you tie your oh. tubes together, and you get that Miller Lite 30-pack uh, sitting on its own little tube, and you're floating down the river, and you got your sunglasses up here, and then you hit a, a big wave, and then boom, oh, there you go, sunglasses. Guess what? You don't have to worry about getting a new pair with shady rays. And here's the crazy thing. Let's say you don't lose them, but you don't like them. You could exchange them for a new pair for free within 30 days. This is no risk when you uh, shop with Shady Rays, and yeah. their team always has your back. Exclusively to our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to S-H-A-D-Y-R-A-Y-S.com. That's ShadyRays.com, and use code pajama for 50 percent off when you get two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses thank you s in the bank <laughs> that's gonna be my new do you think you're getting into i think uh i think i probably need another 20 years of what doing what i'm doing right now and i'm in and i need to amp it up too i need to like add some more like uh, thinking of of other people doing, I got to go do a beach cleanup or something. So you, you know? never did. Oh, uh, you have to like uh, pull a straw out of a turtle's nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. I right. got. I've got to uh, wash a, a pelican with some Dove soap. Yeah, you got to. You got to. You got to take the six pack ringer that you probably threw away ten years ago off of a bird's neck. That's so funny. What did you just see me doing in the kitchen before? Oh we got yeah, on the you pot? were cutting it up. I cut up the six pack. Let, listen to this. Plastic. Listen to this now. Yeah. I go to a baby shower like a month ago. They give me a wrist, like a. You like went to a, a baby shower, you're going to heaven. Yeah, that's true, right? Right. Because that. that was hell. <laughs> you just don't. For you to go to a baby shower? I know. That's big. What a, what a thought. And by the way, you know what they said to me? You know what they said to fucking old Robbie boy here when I walked into what that baby say? shower? They said, you know, your first, your. Uh, gift was the first gift to arrive at our house. I mean, look. You, you hear it? You hearing this up there? Wait for yeah. it. Yeah, nothing. No, he's... Yeah. You You are so... Or, or they, or she. You're a great gift giver, but also an underrated part of your gift giving is the promptness. Oh, yeah. I asked you, we have a friend who's who's got a birthday coming up. That's right. I was like, hey, what are you going to get this person? You're like, already got it. Done. I'm like, okay, well, are you going to bring it to the party? You're like, already, already sent it. They're already using it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's already, it's so the, the letters are worn off on the sides you're of so, the gift. You're a very thoughtful guy. And the, it's little things like that that are going to get you up. And by the way, I was never like that back in the day before I got sober. You Did you train yourself to be that person or did it just come to you one day where you're like, I'm going to be this guy now? You know what it was for me, what the, the greatest help was? Hanging around people who I wanted to be more like. And you saw them do the things and you're like, I like that person. He does this thing. I'm going to do that. Thing. I swear, you know, how it, one of the first things that ever happened was one of my friends, I noticed like when we hung out, at least once, not right away, but maybe like an hour, and we'd always be like, how are you? Huh. Like, how are you? And, and I remember, like, that was like the first thing where I was ever like, 
man, that's really nice. Like somebody says, "How are you?" to us twenty years ago. It's a yeah. You I'm, I'm fight. like, "How are you?" Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what do you mean? How am I? Like, I'm fine. What are you trying to get at? Yeah, how am I? Oh, you're trying to get me sober. Yeah. If somebody yeah. says, "How are you?" Yeah. In my head, they're trying to get me sober. Yeah. Oh, how are you? Fuck you. Yeah. You know, Jamie had um, a story one time. I think she told on this pod where Tony Sirico, the guy who played uh, Polly Walnuts on the show. He, your favorite character. Check out uh, The Sopranos <laughs> yeah. on HBO. He, she was, so we had to do a read through where you ever, the whole cast shows up and you read the script before every episode. And one time she showed up and Tony Sirico, who was like, you know, he's like everybody's uncle or grandpa, like a now grandpa, then kind of uncle. And he came over to her and he gave her a hug. And it was like, I think right when she was going through her divorce and everything. And he gave her a hug and he said, how are you, sweetie? And she just fucking broke down <laughs> in front of the whole cast crew everything like it went from like a normal thing to like jamie just broke down crying do you think that's because jamie felt like she was doing her best to keep it together but she knew she wasn't and and tony saw it said how are you as a way to like say like let's talk and then she she felt the compassion and then just broke down is that how that happens maybe she thinks he saw it but i could yeah. tell you from knowing tony he didn't see it yeah he would have just said it to the caterer or anyone he just didn't know like if he knew that saying how are you was gonna make her cry he wouldn't have said how are you mm. you know like he he just he was very like he you talk about people who are in their own world and he and he's in the best way yeah. he is just he's he's like no one you've ever met in your life i promise you how close to the guy in the show is he? he they, that person? They were taking things from him and writing them down and putting them in the show. When That's we, what you need. We went to like a, a, like the first, like one of the first red carpet things we did together. And he came over to me and and he and like he put took something out of his pocket and he like did this in his hand and he like in my face. And this, he has like a travel bottle of cologne in his suit pocket at all times <laughs> for like and, and like a thing of banaca. And he does the like that. He'll put it on like your face, your neck, everything you reek of cologne and then he does like a uh, spray of banaca in his mouth and then in your mouth and he's like all right now you're okay does anyone go to like hey man i don't want that you can't i don't want to smell like yeah, that there's no there's no like you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta imagine know this guy imagine go, going up to people and putting a smell on them not only is he like his personality like no one you've ever seen he looks like no one you've ever seen his hair is jet black and on, on each side it's silver yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a look you've never like. Wait, I don't. And by the way, it, just in case anybody ever thought, well, that's a nat it's not natural. No, no, that's no. A your move. hair doesn't do that. Yeah, so you're just like that's a move. <laughs> that's a move. And by the way, he is the sweetest, yeah. greatest. Like he is such a great guy. But he would even you know he would even say like he's he's the star of his own music video. He would absolutely. Everything was eh, eh, Tony needs. Yeah. Tony needs this, you know, you gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta do. Yeah. He, I, I don't know really that much about him, but it, it felt like he lived a very authentic life to that of somebody who was like in that kind of show. Yeah. He, he yeah. did jail time. Like yeah. he was walking around the streets of Brooklyn. Like he still lived in Brooklyn at the height of the show. Like he was, you know, he was the real, he was the real deal. God bless him. Yeah. I don't know the, the, the do. Okay. Here's the question. I, I already know the answer. I don't need to ask it. We should ask Go it ahead. to everybody else. Is there is do you think there's a single person listen because this isn't the question I was going to ask, but now I'm going to flip it because the question was shit. Okay. Do you think there's a single person mm -hmm. who is a fan of this pod, listens to this pod, who thinks Jamie is not going to heaven? No. No. Because my the question was going to be, you think Jamie's going to heaven? It's like, yeah, no shit, Jamie's going to heaven. Jamie's going to be like floating up there like no, you I know? imagine imagine anyone that would think that. I mean, she doesn't have any enemies. No, even you would think like somebody who sh like who would be your enemy? Maybe an ex-wife, husband. Her ex-husbands probably kick themselves every day for for missing out on or or, or not making it work for allegedly know. stealing all of her money. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> no. I'm just maybe fucking around, but the. Uh... <laughs> We're just maybe fucking around. <laughs> yeah, I just might be, you know, you never know. It's a little, uh, we're just, you know, just a little, Ugh, sprinkle a little, little truth, little lies. You guys You guys out. decide yeah. what's what's real, what's not. Uh, no way. No way anyone, does anyone think that? Do you know what I mean? Like, for sure, for sure, her personality and how we feel about her comes across 
in the podcast. How many people do you feel uh, in your family? Do you have uh, people in your family you feel like they're not getting into heaven? For sure. Yeah. Uh, our family's great, but just like every other family, it's filled with a lot of like crazy um, folks that have done not great things. Who in your family are you going to miss most when you're up in heaven, if you live another 20 years and then you get there? Who am I going to miss most? Yeah, when you're like, man, I wish they could be in heaven with us. So you're so you're telling me, <laughs> you're asking me who in my family is going to hell. Well, not all of them, just the one that you missed, the one that you wish the most wasn't going to hell. <laughs> I don't think I can answer it, you know? No? I mean? No, my oh. family listens. My, my mom is an active listener of this podcast. <laughs> You know, she needs to tune in. She needs to see if Jamie's wearing her hat. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th that's the act of a woman who's going to heaven. She's sitting there sewing Jamie Lee a hat. We love you, Mom. We love Annie G on this pod. Love Annie G. We wouldn't G. say anything yeah. otherwise. This is an Annie G pod. That's right. This fan, this fan pod. Oh, it's so great. We, uh, you know, her. for Father's Day, we um, just recently had a Father's Day. I got my dad every major holiday christmas birthday father's day we get him a, a bottle of johnny walker blue okay yeah. but then it gets a little repetitive because you're like i want to get him something new but he doesn't like we got him an ipad and an iphone for his birthday which was in april he loved it right but so like where do we go from here it's father's day the guy doesn't wear like any you can't buy him like clothes that he would wear. I don't know if your dad's the same thing, but if you're like, I think this is cool, I'm gonna give it to my dad to wear. He just is gonna wear what he's always worn and he won't ever deviate from his typical wardrobe. He's not gonna like any piece of tech other than his iPad. So I got him. Yeah, unless it's shot out of a cannon at a Mets game, my dad's yeah. not wearing a shirt that I would get him. <laughs> exactly. And dads are just, they're going to dad in that way. You know, they, yeah, they yeah. have their thing and they stick to it. So we've got to get our dads, or at least my dad, consumables, you know? And so that's yeah, where the yeah. Johnny Walker Blue is. This Father's Day, we got him live lobsters, me and my dad. Or me and my brother got my dad live lobsters. And we went to uh, Italy. Got, oh. got three, the last three live lobsters that they had. Bring it to them for Father's Day. And I'm like, hey, uh, you're going to want to open this now because these things got to be fridged. And and uh, you think he's and like, murder. oh, this guy loves lobster. He's like, he's going to freak out. Opens the package. He's like, oh, what is this? I'm like, lobster. You love lobster. Oh, well, thank you. And it's like the worst gift receiver my father. I don't know if your dad's the same way. No, he's Can't great. even fake it. My dad's great at receiving Can't gifts. Can't fake it. This is why I hate holidays and hate gifts because people are, no matter how much they say they're not, they're judging your fucking reaction to gifts. And on holidays, I don't want to act. I was an actor. The holidays were when we took you gotta off. You gotta act. You have to act. We got holidays off and then I'd be acting on the holidays. Look, your situation's very specific. <laughs> All, all I need, and 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 just to uh, clear this up, when we did cook, my mom cooked the the lobster, and he ate it. He was very appreciative, very thankful. He says thank you a lot. But in the in the actual moment, and he's done this on several Christmases and holidays, when he does receive a present, a terrible gift receiver doesn't give you the reaction. Oftentimes, is stumped. You <laughs> right. know, like I do Who's this for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this? It's right. like, yeah, it's a pair of Adidas, you know? Like, it, there's... It's that a pair of Adidas. It's a pair of Adidas. It's a, it's a thing that both my parents kind of suffer from, and I, I really honed in on it and made sure not to be that way. And it's the same thing with... This is why I wrap gifts, and I do... A, I, I go out of my way to put the yarn and the fucking tag and the bow... Because my parents will just give you a gift in a bag. See, that's how I, I don't even do the bag. I'm like, here's your here's your thing. You're sometimes I'll take it out of the box. Your gifts are very thoughtful, <laughs> yeah. but I I really like a because we didn't have a lot of Christmases uh, together because I I moved out when I was young, I was 18, and then boom, like we didn't have Christmas together up until a, a few years ago, uh, and so when we started having Christmases again in 2018. We went above and beyond. We did the whole gift exchange. We had like a tree with all the presents. But every single present I like wrap because I want to see the reaction that, you know, and, and people do the thing that I didn't really get to, to have as a, 
as a kid. How many feet of that yarn you got in this house? Oh, twine? <laughs> I could wrap you up, son. <laughs> yeah. I got enough twine in this house to do some naughty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There, so for your dad, I feel like, is a very sweet guy. Like just when, but even before you talk to him, but then when you talk to him, just such a sweet guy. Is that a front? No, he's very sweet, but was he's um, doesn't like any pomp and circumstance. He's very straight to the point. It's like cash in a card for your birthday, oh, you know. That's, like that's it. Great, it's yeah. fine. Uh, there, there's a there's a part of me that wishes he'd put a little more effort in because he thinks in his head because he only wants to like get a simple gift without a, a bunch of wrappers. He thinks that everyone wants that, whereas. I know people like to unwrap a gift for the most part in our family. My brother likes to unwrap a gift. You know, my mom likes to unwrap a gift. He's the only one that kind of just like wants to receive it, look at it, and then like he'll put it aside and and not really remark on it too much. So and he's not good at unwrapping gifts. No, because then he's yeah he's stumped. He just wants to cut right to being stumped. Yeah, I would say fake it. You know, my oh, it's the just worst. fake it. Just I have be, so much just respect say, for him thank, for not faking it because say I thank fake you. it. No, say if somebody if somebody change it for each person. If somebody gives you a gift and there's a thoughtful rap job, your job is to match that thoughtful rap job with a reaction that is appropriate. If I give you something uh, in a bag and that's it and it's not wrapped, then you can go. Thanks, man. That's really sweet. And that's it. That's all. But that's I what's going on. I'm starting the trend. I'm giving you the thing not wrapped up going, hey, yeah. here here we go. This is the yeah, yeah. one person you can't he's he's doing that. You're obviously seeing a little bit into into what how I grew up and it's coming out a little bit here. And I'm a, I'm a little insecure. I I want a, I want a gift to be given as a gift and I I want there to be some ceremony. Oh no, no, no. It. I get everything you're saying. The yeah. only issue I have is the last part that you said, which is if someone gives you a gift in that way, match it you match it yeah but match the, the react match right, the, but you're the not rap. matching him when when he when he gives me a card with cash i go thanks for the card with cash it's nice you didn't have to do that but if somebody wraps a gift and there's a bow i go look at this wrap job you got you didn't have to do this where'd you get this paper from? but then you go you didn't have to do this he goes all right good i won't next time that's what i'm thinking you just you just those are things you say <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to bullshit. That's my advice. Match match the rap job, guys. But here's the thing. Okay, so you're saying what if the person doesn't rap it, it doesn't matter. But once someone raps it, you got to match that. If somebody does Ugh. the rap job, you match it. You match the thoughtfulness that they put into wrapping the gift. That's it. So with a with a thank you. With so a, you it's didn't, not the thought that counts. It's a little bit. Because it goes a long way to that person. Even if you don't give a shit, it goes a long way to the person that wrapped it. But if I put a lot of thought into your gift and then I give it to you, you're not fully happy with it because it's not No, wrapped. because I'll match. Because if you give it to me in a bag and I go... But he did that great. to you for years and you never matched. You know, you didn't match with him. You went back at him with wrapped up gifts. That's because that's how I, I do that with everyone. I'm not going to just exclude him. You know, I wrap but you said you would gift. match me. I match you and you go, thanks, Robbie. That's incredible. But your gifts are usually really good. It's not cash in a card. No, that's a great gift. It's fine. <laughs> but it's like you can tell that he just went out that morning to the bank and like there's no he's like, I had to get this errand done. Part of part of the giving the gift okay. is like you think about me when you buy the gift, you go. Oh, Cass really needs this, or Cass would really appreciate this. My dad just goes to the ATM and is like, I need to pull out $500. I'm going to give five people $100, and that's that. Right, but when There's you're no talking about if he does give you a gift and it's just in a bag, that's not enough. No, it's, it's, it's enough, but I'm saying his reaction to my gifts, he's not matching me. He's not matching your reaction. Yeah. yeah. So your fake reaction when he gives you something you don't really like. <laughs> you feel like it doesn't I've learned no at this age I've learned to just it's fine but when it, you know what's weird you're mad at him for giving a genuine reaction and you're saying he should be more fake like you he, no <laughs> it's you're not being fake you're showing appreciation right for the amount of thoughtfulness but he says he says thank you I'm very appreciative well it, it comes after a huh Right. Oh, what is this? He's not quick enough to the thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is all just, you know, it's for the pod. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- I'm, I'm like 90% serious here about it. Yeah. You yeah, know? Sure. And if he's listening, 100% jokey. If he overhears this, this in is the all other a room, bit. If he overhears this in the other room while your mom is watching, mom, it, you're listening to this. This is all a bit. Yeah. Don't tell dad. Lower the vo- lower the volume down for this next part because we're really gonna talk about Mr. G. What's your dad's name again? Fawaz. Fawaz. Go ahead and spell it. F U W A Z. It's not bad. F A F A W A Z. Yeah. Okay. One of the hijackers, I think, was named Fawaz. You want to get to the emails? R.I.P. <laughs> this one's called Advice from Rob. Okay. Hi, Pajama Pants crew. My name is Rachel. I'm 32 and from Australia. I watch podcasts with the main mommy jeans, Christina P. and Tommy Buns, and got introduced to Rob Eiler that way. From what Rob has shared about himself, it seems I am just a female version of him, so would love his advice. Hell yeah, dude. How do antisocial people meet people? I'm not socially Mm -hmm. awkward. I just don't find many people who truly vibe, who I truly vibe with and enjoy their company. I've seen, I've been happily single for years, but I think I'm ready to have someone to eat chicken with while staring at the wall together. That's sweet. Any advice on how to meet an authentic, laid-back, no-bullshit, YMH-appreciating man would be great. Thanks, Rob and Pajama Crew. P.S. I attached a photo of myself so the Pajama Pants crew know who they're talking to. Smiley face. Let's pull that up. So there you he, go. He, I actually think I do have advice for her. Okay. Uh, oh, there's a ghost in there. Back. <laughs> in the background, it looks like there is a spirit. <laughs> That's a. Uh, where was that picture taken? She's at like, I took, house? I, <laughs> here's a picture I took alone in my room. <laughs> what? <laughs> no one else was present. I was home alone. House sitting. Uh, uh, the, thanks, Rachel. Um, so here's here's my advice. I think I do have good advice. So the the first part of the advice sounds like shit, which is dating apps. But the second part of the advice that's good is be honest on the fucking dating apps. That's the problem. Mm, And people will go, but I'm on a dating app. And then you go, oh, yeah, let's look at your fucking profile. And what's the profile? Oh, I'm out with friends. I'm doing all stuff. They're pretending like this is what they want to do. When in reality, they want to stay in and eat chicken and stare at the wall. So here's what you do. And now if you want to, you could do two dating apps, right? You do, you know, there's so many different ones. You get on one of each. On one. Just be brutally fucking honest. Like as if you were making a dating profile just for your best friend to see. Right. Where it's like, I want to sit inside and listen to fucking podcasts and laugh and wear pajamas. I want to do this. I don't want to go out. I don't. And and like, even if you're like, no, but this sounds like nobody would want. No, you know who's going to want you? The, The person who's meant for you. And. I, I, I've met somebody recently on an app and you know what happened out of all of her photos, there was one of them that I was like, I, I don't like this. Like I told her, like, I'm like, I don't like this picture of you. Like why you is told this? her? Well, no, cause it's not like, I don't like the way you look. It was like the, what was going on in the photo, you know, like I'm like, how this far is so- into the relationship did you mention? Oh, that? first phone call. Wow. Right. Oh, yeah. Come on. And, and, and There's no filter here. So is part of you saying that to see almost to know how she reacts because then you know if she's cool with Not you? at all. So what happened was all of the photos I felt like I was like, wow, this girl's really sweet. And then I saw that photo. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, it looked like it was out of like a music video or something like weird. And all the other ones were like so sweet. Was it was it like too produced and it looked like she was yeah. like mugging for the camera a little yeah, bit Yeah, and too like much? in a pose that I was like, no one has ever posed like this in life. Like you're... This is very odd. Like, what is this? Like, blah, blah, blah. So, and, and she's like, you know what's so funny? She goes, I made the dating profile. And uh, and she's like, after I showed my friends my dating profile, they were like, no, you need to put more pictures that are like more, you know, like jazzed up and whatever. So put this one in. Like, the way that the pictures were, one, one of them just made me be like, oh, whatever. And the weird thing was like, that went against her like instinct of like what she should put on there because it wasn't real. It wasn't her being like natural and whatever, where if she was just being natural and like what I said to her was like, I think that people attract the people they're supposed to when they're just being like 
honest right. and whatever. And when you try and make a fake dating profile and the people are like, oh, I meet so many people, but I don't like any of them. It's like, well, yeah, because what they think they're getting and then to what they meet up with is not the same thing. Totally. It, it It's crazy how many women on dating apps have one, like one normal photo and the rest are like, you're on a boat, you're on a mountain, you're in Paris. Like these are things that I think maybe you think we as men need to see you like being, Ugh. oh, they travel, oh, they're active, oh, they uh, they like a taste of the high life. All we want to know for the most part is like what you look like indoors and like what sitting there watching TV. Because uh, yeah. that's how we experience I you. were going to say in a bathing suit. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> you know, and... and uh, and and there is you do get one like they're usually one photo out of the set you can kind of see the shape. So wait, you're which saying is you're saying the one you want to see what you look like. Just want to see what your face looks doors. like in normal lighting. And what's the other thing? TV. Something yeah, I just like want to see you like how how are you gonna look like sitting on my couch watching TV? Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I think of uh, uh yeah, I want to know yeah, I want to know that you watch TV. Yeah, put I that on your know. profile. So a lot of people seem to be like, oh, I, I don't want to say that I just like a big part of me likes to sit and, and watch shows. And like, you absolutely need to take Rob's advice. Put out the vibe that you want to attract. Unless you don't want that in your partner. You want a partner that travels the world for That's whatever reason. Every girl looks like they want to date a guy who like works for Travel Channel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where yeah, it's yeah. Just like, we're, we're never home. It's like, I fucking live to be home totally love it just what's it all these chicks not like it to be home i know we've talked about this before but it blows my mind well look you know i think for the most part a lot of people i don't know i think it's like you live in new york your space is small you spend a lot of your time outdoors and you come home just because like there's nowhere else to really be in that moment and you can chill but like if you have a nice spot i love my house i love going out and sitting on the grass uh, are out in the sun. I like I like coming in a different part. I mean, there's <laughs> going out and sitting on the grass. I, I like sit. <laughs> I sit, you know, on and near the grass. Uh, hot tubs coming in. Hot tubs coming in. Can we Woo! do a Can we do a pod tub? You want to do a pod tub? You think we could? I arrange? think the sound's gonna suck, but yeah, we totally yeah. could. We, we could, could do a live show like an instagram yeah, live well, you know what we should do we should just throw like a five minute pod tub into one of these episodes let people know we're we're we're, we're podding we're tubbing we're hot we're wet we're ready to pod yeah yeah uh good advice we're pod tubbing now we're pod thanks rachel thanks for sending the email and if you guys want to send an email it's ask pajama pants at gmail.com and uh look last last week was uh father's day and we got an email from uh, a little gentleman you may know by the name of Philip from Long you Island. You always do like a thing. Your whole body <laughs> changes when this guy fucking yeah. emails. It's wild. You uh, uh, you may know him as Philip. It's like when a waiter tells you the specials. You yeah, know? they're going like through the it. The whole rest yeah. of the pod, you're mm -hmm. just doing uh, you're doing the basic shit. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, um, did I tell you we also... Uh, I like to perform. Flown in from... Uh, yeah. Japan, we have scallops. Uh, yeah, yeah, big old Japanese scallops. Yeah, these this Philip is your fucking exotic scallops. Last pod we had Philip's daughter write in. Yeah, uh, and she it's a family pod. Now. Yep, yep. He said, "Oh my god, I'm just watching the podcast at home when I find <laughs> out that my daughter emailed you. That made me laugh so much. I texted her saying, you are too much. You are too too. You much. are too too much.'" Anyhow, yesterday I emailed you a pic with my daughter from Father's Day. However, she is requesting that you don't show it to your viewers. Thank you and best wishes and as always. Here's that photo. Here's a photo. <laughs> uh, here is the photo for you. For Robbie. Uh oh, Philip, she looks great. You, yeah, you get both of you look great. Yeah. He looks like I would trust him with my money. Um, yes. You look like uh, some sort of uh, accountant, CPA, financial advisor, Philip. Yeah. yeah. You look like you would know somewhere I could get a good, like, 15% return annually. Yeah. And you know? it doesn't look like he has more than 5% in crypto right now. No. But you know what? I wouldn't think that. But the fact that he listens to this pod, I think he's got some stuff that we would be surprised about. You think he takes some risks? Let me tell Calculated you something. Calculated risks. Let me tell you something. If I saw that guy walking down the street yeah. and he stopped and said, hey, I listen to fucking pajama pants every week, 
I, I would question everything. Would yeah. I would question everything for the rest of sure. my life. Sure. Because he does not. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like I would think our our listeners look. But who knows? He how... sends us an email. By the way, he sends us an email every <laughs> show. And if you guys, for any reason, you're like, oh, they're going to read another Philip email, you send in an email, okay? You do the job that Philip's been doing every week, and now his daughter does. You understand? Askpajamapants at gmail.com. Send it in. And send in your dating profiles. I think we talked a little bit about dating today. Send in your profiles. Occasionally, we will pull them up on the pod, and we will um, talk about the things that are working and not working on your dating profile. How, how Philip important. feels after that speech you just gave is how veterans feel on Veterans Day. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like Matt Damon at the end of uh, Saving Prior Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, at, the, at the gravestone. Wow. Way to, Philip, today's your day, pal. Well, that's really it. Oh, here's one about uh, our office day. During the 620 episode, Rob mentioned he would like to watch a few episodes of The Office with Cass. I'm just curious what episodes they are. Mm. You said there's like three episodes that you absolutely love. There's three episodes. Listen, the one the one with the chair model lady is something that I would need for us to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. What's the other one that I love? There's another one that I love. And then there's the one with um, where they go to Benihana. And he, I'll just, I'll just spoil it because who cares? The show's old. Spoiler alert. You might have seen it. In case you guys haven't watched this. They go to Benihana and they get drunk and they like, and he's like the, you know, the least smooth guy ever, but somehow they like pick up two waitresses from Benihana and bring them back to the office. And he's like all excited and like, he can't believe it. And he's like, yo, can you believe this? And then like, he turns around, he comes back and he's like, he didn't, he doesn't know which one he was talking to. He can't figure it out, so he starts like dropping hints to them. Oh, are they both Asian? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I've, I think of Benny Han. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought that was a, a giveaway when I said Benny <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I do remember this episode. They uh, so he's like uh, you know, and then like somehow he says something to one of them where they I'm probably butchering this, but it's been ten years. But he he gets where she's like yeah, and he realizes that's the one that he was talking to, and then like he goes over to his friend, he's like. He's like, I marked her. (laughs) And he's like, he said, what? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I took a Sharpie. (laughs) And I marked her on her arm to know which, oh my God. When I first saw that on like fucking NBC, like how much have we changed in 10 years? Yeah. Do you think that would fly now? Sorry. Maybe it was more, maybe it was 20, but like, yeah, that is fucking Right, insane and so fucking funny, and and it's just like no, to fly now. You can't no, do any. Yeah. There's no. I mean, that on cable would cause, yeah, major issues. Well, I think yeah, I think uh, let's get into. I, I've watched a little bit of TV. I think we should talk about some of the stuff that we're watching right now, very briefly. Let's hear it. I'm not really watching anything. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm always so curious to. To think about the amount of people that listen to this pod, which are a lot of Sopranos fans, um, I gotta imagine there's a small percentage of these people that like the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars oh, stuff for sure, right? And so, um, what not anything that's when it's like the number one movie of all time, like you're always gonna find. Just for some reason, in my head, there's there's not a lot of crossover with the Sopranos crowd and the Star Wars crowd, but. Is that because Michael Imperioli was hated it when you asked him about it? No, just like the he did, but like the the two don't seem to mix. They seem like oil and water to me. Like they're two very different. One's like all about character development and like great acting, great dialogue, and the other's just like big. The other's the Sopranos. Yeah, the (laughs) Sopranos. And and so I I wonder if you're out there uh, and you do listen, write us write into asperjamfans at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'll do very briefly. I do host a show called Fresh Ink where we talk about uh, comic books and um, the shows like on Disney+. Plus Right now, Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan is um, from which movie? Uh, the Jehovah Witness. That's right. And uh, yeah, he's the, he is um, the guy who trained Anakin Skywalker who ended up becoming... Uh, Boba Fett, but yeah, absolutely Darth Vader. And so there, he has his own series now. It's six episodes. Um, if you're watching that, I do recommend it. It, it fills in a lot of the, uh, time before Luke Skywalker, <laughs> Skywalker, Skywalker. Okay. No, I know. I know. Come on. <laughs> Being yeah, Luke. Yeah. Kidding me. I used to fucking, 
We used to go to uh, Tijuana together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and Skywalker? Yeah, we went to Tatooine-Iwana. <laughs> <laughs> Tatooine is a good pull for you. Babe, That's a good pull. I'm a fucking you were, Jedi. When, when Phantom Menace, <laughs> you're a Jedi. When Phantom Menace came out in 99, well, how old were you? Yeah, I thought I thought it was even before. Was Phantom, Phantom Menace, was that the first one? It was like... Yeah, the first new one? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. thought it would be more than 99, but maybe oh, around or there. maybe no, because that would make sense. Because I was, you think I'd be 14, but maybe I was 13. Did you like that? that those movies when you were no, younger? no, you didn't. No, no, no part of you. You no, didn't go to but, see him in the theater, but I could tell you what. No, no, no. So I did, but it was just to like sneak out. Like I snuck out of, of yep. my mom's apartment, yeah, uh, to go. Or I think I might have, I think I might have said, like, oh, I'm going to stay at a friend's house, and like he they both snuck out mm -hmm. and then we all just like pulled an all-nighter in new york city and we're yeah. like oh well, we're gonna go like they wanted to go see this movie and i was like yeah, i'll do whatever like yeah. i don't care but we had to get somebody to like buy that's the thing it's like we could literally get like weed we could we had like like uh homeless people like uh when i was young who'd buy us alcohol and shit but cool. then like when it was time to like get into a fucking movie it was like jesus man how do we do this like it was a lot like harder. Like an R-rated movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, or like, uh, yeah, I, I don't even, I guess, yeah, this probably wasn't an R-rated movie, but I remember there was Tales from the Crypt or Dello of Blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we probably saw that <laughs> 35 times on 86th Street. There are a lot of titties in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Dello of Blood. Yeah. And then there was a woman who went, I'll never forget, when she took her fucking shirt off, she had three tits. Oh, like a uh, uh, total recall. But it was it was two tits and one tit had two nipples. So it wasn't like full one, three tits. Two, three, that's four nipples on three tits. No, no, so it was two tits, but this tit had two nipples. So it wasn't like she had three full tits. It was two, can you pull up a photo? You want to pull up a photo of that? Bordello of blood, three <coughs> nipple. I'm on it, boss. Lady, this chick. Oh yeah, Here yeah, dude. I every Here time this came, it Mr. was like skin.com Five minutes before this is this would come on, we'd be like, "Yo, this is gonna be fucking." Here it comes, like here it comes. So you saw this. The do you like? Do you think this is hot? It was just like like it like seeing naked women was new. Yeah, and we had probably just gotten to the point where it's like, all right, I know what naked women look like, and then it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, what is it? And we were so young and there was no one to ask. We were like, is this a thing? Yeah. I, I had a very similar reaction when I saw Total Recall as a kid. Not in the theater, but like when that chick with three titties came out, it really did something. Right. Really did something to me. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, I, when I see that, I don't think I like it, but... But it's confusing to my brain because naturally I love seeing tits. Well, here's the thing. Also, you got to realize right now you're fucking forty. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you, 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 you know what you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that when you're fucking twelve, thirteen, however old we were, sneaking into a movie, and then you're seeing tits, and then you see that, you're like, holy shit! Like, what's going on in the world? This is Dennis Miller, huh? Dennis Miller's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And uh, who's who's that? Uh, who's that woman? The redhead. Yeah, Angie, Angie Ever Everhart. Everhart. Oh, is smoking. she a, por a, a porn star? What no, but I think she did like softcore porn, maybe. But like, she... she looks like she would do a Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries type thing. I approve. Yeah. Okay. So you did. You did. You did go to movies. You didn't watch the Star Wars necessarily, but you. No, but here's no. Here's you didn't go the, out of your way to watch them. But even before those Star Wars came out, I was always someone who I was like, when it came to Star Trek, I was like, I don't like this. Star Wars, I was like, oh, I like it. But it's yeah. almost like liking Star Wars is not enough. You have to either be like, oh, you don't know who this guy and this guy is. I'm like, no, yeah. fuck it. I watched the movie. I thought it was good, and I moved on. Like, I, you know? <clears throat> that's what kept me from. I didn't watch all the Star Wars up until maybe 15 years ago. Because of those people, because they had to be like, remember when this happened and that happened and this happened and remember yeah, how, like, did you know that this guy's actually this guy's? And I was like, whoa, I just thought this thing was about Yoda and Luke Skywalker. And, uh, but since then I've gotten more into it and I've been like reading about the lore and watching all this shit. And it's like, it doesn't, it's still not that cool to me. Yeah. It's the the movies really aren't that great. It's just the when the they came vibe out. is great. The yeah. like 
you know, it's like Top Gun, but in space. It, it's it's a cool idea, but like when the people are talking in the, you know, it's like I don't know. the The dialogue is really bad in a lot of these movies, but if you are into it. Obi-Wan's actually a decent show. You get a little bit of Darth Vader. Like, Darth Vader's the coolest. <clears throat> Darth Vader's cool no matter where what you're into. He's in the show. So you're enjoying doing the show about it? Yeah, I do. So I host a show called Fresh Ink, and every week we'll talk about um, whatever show is on. Right. So it's, it's Obi-Wan, but we did one for Moon Knight. We're also doing it for Miss Marvel right now, which is right up your alley. It's a Marvel <laughs> show about a uh, Pakistani girl who gets powers. Oh, okay. But... but- I spend more time with the fucking Pakistani than anybody, and you're you're trying to make it a joke that uh, that would be my style. Who's the Pakistani you spend time with? <laughs> my best bud. What do you mean? You, you know talking, I'm not Pakistani. You were talking Rob. about the Pakistani heaven that you were, couldn't get me into earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all fun to make fun of the Irish kid who can't get into Pakistani heaven. That's right. But then you don't want to. What kind of food in. they got up there in Pakistani heaven? Oh, it's like green gook. <laughs> <laughs> So somehow you're like, wait, there's no walls in heaven, but it, the whole place smells rocks. like it. <laughs> How's that pie? It's all open air, but yet the whole place smells like the stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why we love you. Yeah. Anyways. I'm going to miss you in heaven, babe. Oh, you're going to miss me in heaven, I mean. You're going to find a Pakistani friend in Austin? I don't know. I don't think they got them there. No. I think, did you, uh, well, you said as soon as you landed in Austin, you saw more culture than you did the whole time. I saw all. Native Americans. Hey. I saw a couple hey, Native yeah. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, what you doing? <laughs> Jesus, man. We're potting. This is a pot. This is what you asked for. This, see, see, Jay, this is where Jamie's sainthood would like pull us in. You know, she she kind of pulls us in a little bit. We're off the rails today. It took yeah. a little while to get here. I thought we stayed on for a, a long time. Well, because you started with like, you think you're going to heaven, right? And it just I fucking set the tone. me for, yeah, you yeah, set, set the, the tone. tone. No Sharpie question could prepare you for that. Yeah. What, uh, I, I threw in a little Sharpie questions that you just didn't know, but what I, I saw something on the street today that I wanted to ask you about what you would do, but it's like, I was telling Kasim before the show, it's hard when like, I think about these questions and I'm like, oh, cause I think about you and Jamie answering and that's what mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. And then when like one of you isn't here, it's like, oh fuck. Like, I don't want to ask this question cause I want it when you're both here, you know? Sure. So it's, uh, quite the pickle, but I was on the street today walking. I saw a woman, crazy woman, uh, yelling at her dog. Like, like she was clearly mentally ill. I was like, ah, 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 like screaming at the dog. And the dog was like in the corner, like on the leash. Like, And I'm I like, I don't like that. Oh, no, of course. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But it's like, what, what am I like in my, what do you do? What can you do? That's what I'm saying. Well, I'll tell you what I do. I go. This is going to make a great topic for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. But yeah, you stop, you, you look at her, and you write it down on your phone. Yeah. And you move on. That's exactly what I did. But it's like, what are you supposed to do here? It's like, God, I feel so, like, you feel so well, bad. She, she wasn't hitting the dog. No, no, no. But you could tell by her tone that she abusing. does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, like, there were people who were like, like, and they were kind of looking around at everyone else, like, should we do something about this? And I was like, "Fuck! What do you smoke? Yeah, like? What you do you feel do? Wor- you feel worse about it than you do if if that was like an, uh, a regular human being, you know? Because it's oh, like if it was the, two the, people, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that dog yeah. just has no choice, you know. It's just sitting there. All it all it wants to do is just like be your buddy and eat and shit. You see a lot of that in Venice Beach, but like for the most part, you see a lot of homeless people with, and, and crazy people with dogs. But I've never, I don't really see them act out at the dogs. It's usually." the human beings they act out at. It's really tough. I don't know what you would do. I, even if you stopped and said, hey, lady. Oh, it just make it worse. She'll what, hit the dog harder it, if it, she it, hits it. You're not going to make a dent because what are no. you going to do? Follow her home? Like, watch her? In her? I mean, there's nothing you can do. I guess if you saw her hit it, you could call, like, animal control. Like, who do you call? You call someone and then they, like, separate the, the dog and the... And the person, and maybe that dog goes through the the, the adoption process. But uh, I just out there and said, "Hey, listen, I'm friends with Doctor Drew." Yeah, 
here's his yeah. number. Yeah. Imagine I just like gave every crazy person I saw Dr. Drew's number. So <laughs> I was like, hey, call my friend Dr. Drew. You should get Dr. Drew a burner phone and then just start giving his phone out. And then maybe one out of a thousand phone calls he picks up and that's like, you know, he gives him an hour's worth of, of consultation. There, That's a fucking great idea. Or you know what? You know what the move is too? Like that could be a pod where it's like, I guess you could just make a fucking phone line, whatever. But like all the crazy people you see. Mm-hmm. I don't get, know. How do you give do them it? the phone number? They leave a message, a voicemail for Dr. Drew on the pod. You go through the voicemails and, you and then you call the one back yeah, that yeah. you want to talk to. Yeah. That's the most interesting or the one that you think you can, you can help out, you know? Yeah. Or the one that you just want to like make fun of the most. Well, it's, you know, that comes with it. Dr. Drew's down for that shit. You don't have to give it just to crazy people. You just give it to anyone. You go on the street and you go, hey, you ever want to talk to Dr. Drew? Here, here's a number. Call it. Maybe he'll play it on the pod. Right, and that's the thing. People would probably be like, well, his pod has a phone number. But the problem is you're not getting the crazies on the street watching his pod. Those, right. You want to go up to, I think you do want to go up to crazies on the street. Like, you know when those... When there's somebody you just sit- a voicemail, it's like, you know, yeah. Like- when somebody's sitting there, like, you know, the crazy person comes up to your door with like a cup. Instead of putting a dollar in there, you put Dr. Drew's number in there. Dr. Drew would love this idea. Yeah. I'm sure he right. doesn't have Give enough to Give Dr. Do. Drew a call. Yeah. Christina, maybe you can set that up. Put that under the uh, YMH umbrella. Yeah. This is great. Leave a message. Wow. What a gift under the YMH Christmas tree. Yeah. This year, you guys are going to have Dr. Drew just talking to fucking everybody who me and Cass see on Venice Beach and give them the, the Dr. Drew's phone Dr. number. Dr. Drew's great. He's, he's, I have a, a, a real special, special place in my heart for Dr. Drew because he was there for me, you know, when I was just a, a teenager listening to the radio at night to like figure out what it was, what it meant to be a kid, you know? Right. You're listening to the thing like, am I gay? He made me, he made me definitely question. Like if I had herpes plenty of times. Oh, yeah? Because you get these, like sometimes you get bumps, but they're not herpes. They're called pre, 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 uh, prep, papules. Mm. And then uh, I remember Wasn't, I got those one in, time. He uh, was Return of the, and he was in, the Walker. He was the emperor. Yeah, striking yeah. back. Prenal papules. Yeah. Oh, prenal papules. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. There are some Star Wars characters that are very clearly having Asian accents. Oh, you ever really? seen? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how is this okay? You know? Well, it's, uh, they're in space. It was there's in the no, 70s. There's, there's no... Uh, p- who are those police called? P- political police? In Star Wars? No, in like the world. Pe- the, the fucking thought police. But the people who are like, you can't say that. Oh. Uh, Social justice. Warriors? Yeah, but who are... Like, there's like the something police. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's yelling at their thing right who now. Who cares? And if, like you're, the, if you're yelling at us, calm down. You're by yourself in the car. Yeah. No, I'm saying like, yeah, the, the, what is, is this something police? Wow. I can't believe I'm the fucking. P, the PC police? PC police? PC cop? Politically correct? Pacific Coast Highway? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I a duo. A, I think that's a good pod. We got, we got into you a lot so? of it today. Yeah. We definitely miss Jamie, but it, you know, whenever the boys are out, we we bring it. We bring the heat. All right. If that's a pod, that's a pod. You want to keep going? No, no, no. You say you say when the pod is a pod. We're I felt a, like we were. I felt like we were mid sentence there. We're done. <laughs> we're like, well, we were clearly at the end of a sentence. No, because we were talking. There was a reason why we were talking about the PC. Like we we're like, oh, there's no PC police in in space because we were talking about how there's Asian characters in Star Wars. I feel like we didn't really flush that out. <laughs> Let's take the time. No, it's all right, guys. Uh, Jamie, Go ahead and do the end. Maybe Jamie. Oh man! Try hey, it. listen. Uh, Rob's off the grid. You could cast some. Uh, follow a G. Cast some G on Twitter. Cast some G on Instagram. Jamie is on the grid. She's at Jamie Lynn Sigler. We're at Pajama Pants. You could send emails to askpajamapants at gmail dot com. Uh, Gabby's looking for someone to date. She says uh, DM her. She wants it to be one of our. Uh, listeners in particular, she said. Yeah, she said she wants somebody under five four. Yeah, or I two hundred twenty pounds, five four or lower, or lower. Yeah, she said five four is okay. Uh, yeah. uh, a white Caucasian, right? And see, what we're doing for her now is what the Australian young lady, the advice we gave her. But we're being honest for Gabby because Gabby won't say it. Yeah, this is what Gabby really wants. She couch wants, potato. Oh, total couch potato. Somebody who like probably 
wouldn't be active or hasn't been active in a few years. And you know what she loves? Racist guys. People that don't like um, any of the Asian cultures. Yeah. And oh, you know what the number one thing is? If you hate anime, she will talk your ear off about how much she hates anime. She likes guys that are subscribed to OAN, Fox News. Yeah, she's into that stuff for sure. Just, if you were at January 6th or you wanted to be there, she wants you to reach out. Yeah, at uh, just you. What's what's Gab's a million? This Gab's a million. I believe. Um, if you uh, used ivermectin, she wants you to reach <laughs> out. If you're not jabbed and you use ivermectin um, and you're on Facebook regularly, she wants you to, to just slide in her DMs. Gab's a million. Gabby, that better that you better put all that in the pot. Oh yeah, that's that's hot pot. That's hot pot. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see. Uh, we're you also next gonna week. subreddit. Hopefully with Jamie. Oh yeah. Talking about R, that. R slash pajama pants at Gmail. Put pajama pants podcast. podcast? I don't remember because I'm out of my flow. But that was a great job. Otherwise. Oh my god. You know what's crazy? I uh, just a quick little thing. I haven't watched because we. I was traveling and I came back and I haven't seen anything Perry Caravello related in such a long time that I'm like I don't know what's going on and I feel like it's like it's yeah. like I feel sick about it. There, uh, we should we should take some time and catch up and maybe have him back on the pod. This would have been a great week to have. This would have been a great. This would have been, have but you know what? Pod. Jamie would have been pissed that she missed out. Oh, she would have. She probably never would have spoke to us again. We gotta. <laughs> We got to get Perry. You got to hear what she's been saying about you, man. Oh, it's like it's like it's Shakespearean. Um, OK, great. That's a great pod. We'll see you guys in the next one.